You're listening to Business Tidbits with Juliana. This is a podcast that gives busy small business owners bite-sized insights to chew on and inspires them to keep learning, growing, and moving forward. The content that you will find here is about business processes, financial increase, and personal growth. I am your host, Juliana Craft, a small-town girl at heart that absolutely loves business and the God that created it all. So if building a thriving business is your goal, we've got things to talk about. Hey friends, thank you for joining me today. Today I am recording episode number five. The title of this episode is First Once One. I know that's an odd title with not much detail, but these are three things that God has had me focused on the last week or so. And the first two are systems related, and the last one is relational. So as we jump into this, the first section of it, first, what do I, why did I include that? Why is that part of this title? Well, first I want us to talk about time blocking. As business owners, we need to maximize our efforts and make sure that we're engaging in the right activity. We want to be profitable. We want to uh, be successful in what we're doing. And sometimes we lose focus of what we really need to be working on and applying ourselves towards. So we want to make sure that we are being productive and not just busy. So we've got to put first things first. There is a demonstration that you may have seen about putting important things first. We have a tendency to do urgent things first, which sometimes you've got to put out fires and and you have to address that at that time. But as a as a method of working, that is a dangerous way of working because there's always going to be something that is urgent. And if you are only focusing on this is urgent, this is urgent, you will not be working on the important things in your business. So let me give you this metaphor with rocks and a pot, and you can you can receive more information on this in Stephen Covey's book, First Things First. And I'll talk about it in a little bit, but Imagine this. Imagine that you have a presenter in front of you. There's a table and he has a glass vase sitting on the table. And he will put rocks into the vase and ask the people in front of him, is the vase full? If you've never seen this presentation, you're going to say yes because it's full of rocks. Well, that represents important non-urgent matters. They're important to you, important to your business, but they're non-urgent. But they are large in your life. Okay, if you said, yes, it's full, you're wrong. Because then your presenter is going to pour in gravel and put as much gravel in around these big rocks in this vase as, as he can get in there. Is it full? Some people are now hesitant to say yes, and they're right. Because the gravel represents important and urgent matters, okay? So we're going from important non-urgent to important urgent, okay? And that fills up our life. It fills up our calendar, okay? There's another step. The presenter will say, is it full? 
No, it's not. He will start pouring sand into the pot. And the little pieces of sand filter down between the rocks and the gravel. Those are urgent, unimportant matters. And lastly, he will stand there and say, is it full? <laughs> By now, the people in the crowd are not going to say yes because they have no idea if he can put something else into it. People are starting to say, well, there's air in there. And what he does is he pours water over the vase that has the rock, the sand, and the gravel. The water represents unimportant, non-urgent matters. It is the water that can cause you to get off kilter. Those unimportant, non-urgent matters. Because you can fill a vase full of water. And then when you try to put your rocks in that are your important, non-urgent, or the gravel in that is important and urgent, and it won't go. The water will start overflowing, and, and that represents your time on your calendar. So think about what you're doing this week. Think about the activities that you're engaged in and start trying to, to categorize it. Is it important? Is it not important? Is it urgent? Is it not urgent? What do I truly need to address to keep moving forward, to take care of my family, to take care of my business? I want to be productive, not just busy. So have that running in the background of your mind as you're going through your your uh, week, okay? Um, I have found that in doing business year after year after year, you kind of get an idea of what is going to keep you moving forward, what is important, what's not important. And I will have this nagging in the back of my mind when there is an item I need to address or a fire I need to put out or something I need to schedule or a document I need to prepare. And I've learned that if I will address what is internally nagging me, then I can go on and focus on the other things that I need to do. So don't procrastinate on those things. Just get it done. Get it out of the way and move on to the next task. So, you know, you always have a mental to-do list running constantly in your mind. And I'm sure most of us have it written out as well, have our checklist. But sometimes there are things that we've got in our mind that, are, that don't make it to our checklist. And just deal with them. Deal with them. Get them done. Over. Out. And then you can move on with what needs to happen to keep you flowing in your business and moving forward with your family. So if you can accurately identify what is most important in your life and in your business, then you're going to be able to run both of them more efficiently. And once you do that, you will see that your capacity grows that what you're able to accomplish will, will increase. Like I said previously, Stephen Covey has a book on this topic that will allow you to dig deeper into this area if this is something that you need to work on in your life. And the title of the book is simply First Things First by Stephen Covey. In this book, he states being overwhelmed is a choice. So it's kind of hard to swallow, but sometimes it's true. Okay, the book will help you uh, divide these activities into important, not important, urgent, and not urgent. And it allows you also to work within your 
personality type, what you see as important or not important, uh, just morally. And I love the fact that he does that because I am extremely relational and that can be factored into what I see as important or not important. So as I operate my business, I am able to tailor it to me and how I run my business. So again, Stephen Covey's book, First Things First, get your important stuff done, get your urgent stuff done, take care of everything in the sequence it needs to be taken care of. All right, the topic today, remember it was first once one, once. Another time management tool that I use is this idea of, that goes along with this idea of taking care of first things first. It is called the Ohio Method. And Ohio is an acronym that stands for only handle it once. And you will find that you can apply this to almost any area of your life. Anything that you have to deal with, you can apply this method. And one of the major ways that I use this is with snail mail. We still get so much junk mail in our mailboxes, our physical mailboxes. I cannot stand to see mail laying around in my kitchen. So as soon as I get the mail, junk mail immediately goes into the trash can. And all of the bank statements, anything like that, medical statement, that has one section of my office that it goes into. Other mail has a designated spot as well. I'm sorting this mail as it comes into my hand immediately. If I have time, I will go ahead and file the paperwork that needs to be filed. If not, it's right there close to the file system so that I do not have to sort through this mail again. Um, so it's just handle whatever it is you're handling as few times as possible so that you don't have to make that same decision all over again. Another way that I use it is with receipts. As business owners, we are always tracking our expenses and I operate two different businesses and so I have developed a symbol for each one of my businesses. As soon as I receive a receipt, that symbol goes on the top left corner of the receipt. And then I fold it up and put it in my purse. So that way, when I get home and I'm pulling out receipts, I don't have to look at the name or the date or, or what card it was put on. I know immediately what business that is associated with so that I can save it for tax purposes. I also have a system for my personal receipts. They are folded and then the back side is torn just a little bit so that the receipt is not damaged. If I need to return something, I've got the receipt. But when I get home, if I have no need for that receipt, I know I can look at it, immediately toss it. I don't have to process it again. It has already been handled. So Ohio, only handle it once. Whatever you're trying to do with your daily processes, handle them as few times as possible so that you don't waste time looking at a receipt over and over and over to know where it goes once you get home and you need to file it. Okay, so Ohio, even say it out loud if you're trying to figure out something and come up with a system for handling those processes as few times as possible. Lastly today, I want to talk about one. 
As I said, I am very relationally driven, and we live in a culture that runs at Mach 10, and we spend more time with electronic devices sometimes than we do with other human beings. I want to encourage you to be intentional about the way you interact with the people that God does allow you to come in contact with face-to-face. We are limited on time, and that truly is our greatest resource. So I want you to be wise, but listen to the advice that I heard recently from Andy Stanley. Do for one what you wish you could do for everyone. We can't influence or help or employ or encourage everyone, but we can do it for one person. Thus, do for one what you wish you could do for everyone. I want to end this podcast with uh, an experience that I had recently at Waffle House. I was sitting at the community bar where anyone can come and sit down, and I was in a, a Waffle House that I'd never gone to, and it was, it was busier than I anticipated it would be. So I turned to the man to my left, who was sitting there kind of staring off into space, and I just made that comment that, that the business was, you know, larger than I anticipated. It was taking longer to get our food. And he was looking at me like, are you talking to me? And me being me, I just continued talking. And he kind of perked up a little bit because he realized I was talking to him. And he said, well, you should see it on Saturday. It's really busy on Saturday. And we just had the best conversation. And, I mean, it was just, it was nothing dramatic or, you know, I didn't say anything insightful. Basically, he is from Mexico City, and he asked if I had been to Mexico, and praise God, I've been blessed to go multiple times. I shared with him where I had gone. My son and I had gone to a wedding in Pachuca, and he lived close to that region. I showed him pictures. We laughed. We ate our breakfast. I was getting up ready to leave, and he says, I want to get your breakfast. You guys, this grown man, almost with tears in his eyes, said, I want to get your breakfast because most of the time people will sit down next to me and don't even acknowledge I'm there. He said, thank you for talking to me. You guys, there are people out there who just need us to acknowledge that they're there. You don't have to do anything miraculous. Just do for one what you wish you could do for everyone. If you enjoyed listening to Business Tidbits with Juliana, be sure to subscribe on your preferred listening platform. This way, you will be notified when a new episode is posted. I would be delighted for you to share this podcast with your friends or any small business owners that you think would benefit from its content. Share a link, share it on Facebook, share it however you like. Thanks so much for listening. And I hope that you are leaving with some great ideas that can help you in your life and in your business. And if you feel so inclined, please leave a five-star review on the platforms that allow reviews. Until next time, this is Juliana Craft. Thanks for listening.